0: Black Ice, but not that it matters to anyone on here because this is not going up till tonight. Um, because at noon today, a new episode went up of a new show that we're launching in January. A lot of people are excited for that. So, um, check out that episode. It's the one right below that's on the feed. It's, uh, it's exploring hyperspace lanes, is what it's called. It's exploring hyperspace lanes, episode one. Um, and the full episode will be going up on, uh, or, that is the full episode, but the the podcast will be launching formally on, um... What was the date we had? The, uh... The 4th of January. We're doing Wednesdays. Um... And that'll just be a, uh... A cool... Thing talking about the Star Wars. thats United Universe, me and Josie. Uh, and Peter. He wants to come on, too. So we're gonna be covering a lot of Star Wars. The entirety of Star Wars stuff. Um... So, uh... Watching there. Um, so, this episode is a review of a new video game that has, well, it's, it came out earlier this year for Steam and for PC platforms, and then it got ported to the Switch. Um, and it, the, to keep in line with FTC regulation, um, I received this as a free copy from um, Akparnak Games. which which if you live in Europe or in uh, the, the, the broader Japanese region, I, I think that's I think the gap the, the, the region um, JP is mo- not just specifically Japan, but like most of Asia, just like how NA also encompasses like South America um, and I think Europe is Europe, but you know it um, it, it encompasses all of that. It's out for Europe, and it's out for Japan, but it's not yet out for North American switch. Um, when I reached out to Akuparna, they were not able to tell me. Not, they weren't able to tell me when it's coming out for North America, which is where a good amount of the listening base is for the show, um, so just keep an eye out for it. I think you can access it on the shop uh, and wishlist it, but there isn't a release date yet, um, so that said, here we are, um, talking about Cardboard Kings, uh, and that was certainly a fucking maneuver there, buddy, um, so, so, Cardboard Kings, um, uh, Cardboard Kings is a business simulator, um, you are given control of your grandfather's card shop after he passes on, and you have to buy and sell cards, buy cards at a low price, sell them at a high price, there are in-game events that will alter the price of the cards, and, um, you buy them off eBay, or the game's equivalent of eBay, and any number of other, you know, companies like that, um, so it's pretty cool, it's, it's, it's a pretty interesting concept, and the gameplay loop is very rewarding, it's one of those things where it's like, like a lot of, I I, I don't want to say this it sounds derogatory, but a lot of mobile games have this similar kind of thing, where, um, you The the better you do is dependent on... Um, what's it called? The better you do is dependent on how well you can... Um, how much money you make. So, the more money you make, the better it feels, the better you... The more you want to play the game. And the game is designed to keep it in mind. It, it's not like, like... I found that this game doesn't have the punishing difficulty that... Say, Game Dev Tycoon has. um, Another game that if you listen to the show, you know I love. um, Where Game Dev Tycoon, if you fuck up, you will lose money. But you're talking on such a small scale of money in this game that you, like, you don't have the capacity to fuck up as badly and have it be almost unrecoverable from that point on. Um, It's an interesting kind of thing to point out and to look at where it's like, okay, so I can... You know, if, if I if I make a mistake and buy this card at the wrong time, I'm not going to be stuck with it um, forever. Um, cause you will just get more. You'll like. There, there's always more opportunity for for growth um, in a way that there isn't for um, what's it called. Um, in a way, there isn't for uh, for other games in the genre. Um, um, the friendship systems are interesting too, and I think it is an added level of. Of, of fun to this, um, and I think that it does. Like, look, the, the writing is not the best, but you don't really have to acknowledge the writing. It, it's not integral, I don't think, to enjoyment. You can play around that, and the collection aspect of the game makes it makes it more fun. And and you do get this this sense of you know it, there is a post game to it where you're not just you know playing through the story, and then you get. the next, you know, past what a story would normally end, um, just because I want to see, you know, I want to, I want to complete my collection and and have it on the shelf, um, which is an interesting thing, too, uh, there are other things you can do, you can host launch parties, you can customize your store, you can, you know, hold tournaments, there's all kinds of things like that that you can do, um, that make the game kind of interesting, and I, I, said this when I did my review, for the Smithsonian Chronicle of this game. Um, This game, uh, a lot of times when you take business simulators and port them to consoles, they don't translate as nicely as one would expect. Because a lot of business simulators have complex control schemes on on the keyboard and mouse, um, or are very point-and-click. In which case, playing on on a gamepad or playing on a controller doesn't exactly work 100% of the time so the question is how do you um how do you do that this game did a very good job porting over and making the controls intuitive and 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 responsive to the player so that way you are not playing catch-up um I think it as one feature that would have been helpful um that I didn't discover in my playthrough uh so it doesn't mean it, it's not necessarily there. Um, it's, I would have liked the ability to, um, to pause while the store is open, um, kind of, like, freeze time, because there are other games, like, like, you know, I think of, like, The Sims, or, like, The Sims 2 in the open for business pack. you could pause time, um, to restock your store, and I feel like that would have been helpful, because what happens is everything moves so fast while the store is open that you, uh, you kind of have to guess... Like, your best bet is just to set the store up at the beginning of the day and let it play through and hope for the best. Um, Instead of trying to on-the-fly change things because you don't want to leave customers waiting or anything like that. I don't know if there is a penalty for leaving customers waiting but I never let anyone wait. Um, I just, you know, always got the customers in as quickly as possible. But I had a feeling there would be a thing where it's like, if you leave the customers waiting, they will leave you. Like, they'll, they'll just... Leave and not buy the cards. I was like, let me just. That's how other games work. I mean, I, to avoid that, I, I, I just didn't let anyone wait. Um, so there could be a penalty. I never encountered it, but I didn't let it happen. Um, and and I think that, like, by and by, in a way, this is one of the best controlled simulators I've ever played on the Switch. I've played a few. I played uh, Two Point Hospital and Two Point, um, what's it called? Two Point, uh, the other one. University, a two-point campus, whatever the hell it was called, it just came out. Like, games like that don't really function well, and I've played, like, Tropico on the PlayStation, which is, there's a lot of menus and stuff that you need to keep mind of where what is, and and this game does a great job of keeping you, like, okay, so here is everything, and here's everything you need to know, and and, and, and it works. Um, And I think that, like, if you're going to port a simulator game to to, to, to a console, this should be the, the landmark for how you, you lay out the UI, and how you lay out the, um, what, well, the layout, the, uh, the, the, controls, um, because it's, like, nothing ever gets in the way, you can still completely run your store, no problem, um, and it's just kind of a fun, you know, thing to do as you, it, it makes the, the, the game, which, for a business simulator, can be very technical um, in terms of what you're doing. It makes the whole experience a lot more fun. And and ultimately, when you're playing a video game, that's what you're here for. You're here for the fun. You're not here for the, you know, the technical. And, and I think it works very well. Um, but look, the game is so well executed the entire way through. I think that it is, you know, it's, it's, worth, it's worth playing when it does come out if you haven't played it already, if you have played it already, um, then, then you know what I'm talking about, it is available on Steam, um, Steam for certain, I think it might also be on Epic Game Store, uh, but definitely Steam, um, and it is, it is very much worth your time to play, um, if you haven't played it already, um, or you can just wait until it comes to Switch, which will be at some point, I would, uh, they didn't, they, they, again, I asked, they wouldn't tell me. Um, I think it's gonna be early next year, uh, or if not late this year, early next year. So now I, I don't think it's gonna be too long of a wait. Um, but it is definitely worth it to play uh, when it comes. Um, what else? I feel like there's something else I wanted to say with this. That was that was pretty fun. Like that was pretty fun. Oh, the DLC—they added DLC to the game too, where you can go and, and you can you can play the game that you're selling the cards for. Which is a nice little added mechanic that they, they really didn't need to do. Um, but it's a nice little add-on that adds to the post-game. Um, for what you can do once you have completed your, uh, your main mission of, you know, becoming a great store and, and collecting all the cards. You can make a deck. And then with the deck, go and battle. Which, I think, had I not lost my game of the year... Um, I probably would have, this game would get strong consideration for Game of the Year, I think. Um, had I not already locked in, which we'll talk about in a few weeks when we do our year-end wrap-up show. Um, we'll probably do that in the new year, though. Um, but it's, it's an interesting, it is a truly interesting game, and it's very well executed. And, you know, as I was playing it, my first thought was, wait, they haven't, no one's done this before? Because, like, the era of of collectible trading cards, like, it hasn't come and gone. um, Because, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is still huge, and Pokemon is still huge, and and Magic the Gathering is still huge. Um, Like, the the era hasn't come and gone um, by a long shot. But it feels like this would have been a game that came out 10 years ago, 15 years ago, during kind of the heyday of all of this. Um, And I think that what we're looking at here is we're looking at a game that could spawn the Genesis, uh, it could be the Genesis point, for other games like it, which, if that's the case, I'm all for this, I would, I, I would love more games like this, I mean, maybe if they do more DLC in the future, maybe they can do, like, additional games being sold in the store, expanding the store, expanding out to do other stuff besides just this one game, that would be cool, too, um, and... You know, more sets would be nice. More, you know, there there are so many avenues for DLC for for, for this game that it, it there there there's you know there, the the sky's the limit on um, what could be done. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think we'll wrap up there for today. I think we've covered a lot of ground with this. Um, so, Cardboard Kings, if you have not checked it out already, um, go check it out. Um, and if you, uh, what was it, so today is Monday, uh, today at noon Eastern Time, we're putting up the new episode about, um, what's it called, the new episode about, uh, Star Wars for the new show, the first episode of the new show that me and Josie recorded on Saturday, um, and then we are putting up, uh, this after, so, go back to the episode before this, check it out, see if you like it, um, go back and check out the episode that we did on Saturday, uh, where me and Josie went in and definitively ranked the MCU, um, and had, an, you know, I think that after she sees Wakanda Forever, we will adjust the ranking, um, and then we will, you know, we'll adjust it there, because that's the only thing, the, the only qualm I have with this ranking is that Wakanda Forever is too low, and that's only because Josie hasn't seen it so I, I would be interested to see where she, how many points she gives it, and then where it goes on the on the list. Um, so that'll be interesting to see uh, where it goes. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to the Star Wars show. I think the Star Wars show has a lot of capacity to to be unique and be great. And we'll see uh, we'll see how well it catches on um, because it's it gives us an outlet to talk about Star Wars never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Um, But, yeah. So, uh... I think that's it. So, until our next episode... Which... I might watch Pinocchio... Uh... Tonight... I still haven't watched Pinocchio yet because I've been busy... Uh... Collecting footage for that Star Wars show that we're going to be doing. Our fourth, fifth episode is going to be about Star Wars Battlefront. So, I... Paid the ten dollars to buy Star Wars Battlefront for, um, for PC, and I've been playing through that a little bit to get footage for uh, for the video component. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, I didn't know this until until the other day. I think we'll wrap up on this note. I didn't know this until the other day, but um, they put out an update when they put it on PC. I guess they put out a 1.02 update, and in the 1.02 update. They added another map and there is a Jabba's Palace map. I didn't know that. I, I I was like, Oh, that's cool. I mean you can't kill Jabba. I tried. I got to the throne room and I tried to shoot him and it wouldn't work, but whatever. Um, but the Star Wars show is gonna be cool. Um we are going in on Star Wars, so it's like on there we're gonna talk about our our episode after that's gonna be a new hope. We wanna keep people informed of what we're doing so that way they can show up every week and have some context for what we're talking about. Um So, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, That's on this feed, directly below this, if you haven't already listened to it. Um, And then also, you can go back to, uh, you know, it's it's on this feed and also on 30-Minute Reviews, which is where we're, we're planning a full launch for this. So, let's get ready for that. So, until our next episode, which will be maybe tomorrow with Pinocchio, maybe tomorrow with Senior. I know Bardo comes out this weekend. I'm I'm dreading it. I am I'm fucking dreading it. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, three hour and 35 minute movie. Way too long. And I'm talking about Avatar: The Way of Water, which is opening um, Thursday. I'm going Thursday night. Um, which, again, in a truly baffling decision, my AMC is still closed. Uh, their IMAX theater is still closed. Um, it closed in June this IMAX theater and it's still closed to this day um which is just one of those things where it's like what the like can, can you just finish it um and they only have three they have three theaters showing it out of six so that means you have three theaters showing that presumably one showing Wakanda forever um and uh and who knows what else but if that's the case and we got three theaters showing this then like can we just move it along Because I do not like, and 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 if you're doing that, can can every screening on the Dolby screen be 3D? Why do we need three screens doing it? One standard 2D, one 3D, and then Dolby, which is also 2D. Why is Dolby not 3D? Because that's the best sound quality. Why are you not putting the the 3D cut on there? And then I went like, I'm just going to another theater. Um, but the other theater Run t- Start times I'm like I'm not Starting a three and a half hour movie At seven And then going to work The next day After recording a podcast And I was just like Let me just You know shelve this idea And just stick with The 2D screening I might go see A 3D screening This weekend Um But not Not open at night Because they, they make it Needlessly difficult Um To do so mm-hmm. But We'll wrap up there for today So until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.